Blog Talk Radio. Dr. Stone, buddies, back-to-back. On Fire Force, the Blacksmith's Dream. On Food Wars, Shogakai no Soma. If the roads track it again, The fried chicken of youth on Game Slayer. My own steel. On Black Clover, Yami rushes to Julie's side as the Wizard King battle of light. Thus, to the clothes. And, you know, Game approaches the center of the terrorist hideout. On. On Jupiter's Bizarre Adventure, Golden Wing, meet the mafioso behind the wall. On the British Prudent, Autumn. Choji is unable to attack Asuma and loses his role to fight. Eno and Shikamaru try to snatch Choji out of his paralysis. Underpants. The third part five, an outdated masterpiece. And on Attack on Titan, after 100 years of peace, humanity is suddenly reminded of the terror of being a Titan's mercy. And that's your tonight's release for the Valiant TV guy. You're up. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you, and good evening, everybody. Let's hear it for Jay, please. Okay. Uh, let's get down to some business, and by the way, speaking of business, courtesy of our friends over at Toonami Faithful, uh, they have learned that the folks from Crunchyroll will host the official after-party titled, (laughs) 
humanly enough, the Crunchyroll Anime Ray for the Adult Swim Festival. Uh, let us hear more about this, shall we? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Okay, let's uh, do this proper, and let's do this right. Ah, finally, cooperation. The event will take place this November 15th through the 16th at the Bank of California Stadium. Uh, let's give you the details, as it is stated on the uh, fun-loving little thing called a press release. The supersized second annual Adult Swim Festival will be held next week, November 15th and 16th, at the stunning Bank of California Stadium in downtown Los Angeles. In addition to the previously announced musical acts such as uh, Death Rock. Well, here, why don't I read this? Uh, enough, here are all that's going to be there at the festival. Death Clock, Jamie Double X, Vince Staples, 2 Change, The Eric Andre Show, live! Let's hear it. Thank you. Captain Murphy, Tira Wack, raps for the Leaky, 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 no, Leak, L-E-I-K-E-L-147, or that's an I, and it would be, uh, Leakley 47, Free Gibbs and Mad Lib, Tim Heckler and the Con, uh, Con Oil Ensemble. And in alphabetical order, you got Clipping. Uh, wait a minute, why are you bouncing around, you schmuck? Get back up there. I was on the grill here. Uh, in alphabetical order, also appearing will be Clipping, Connor O'Malley, Coolie G, Cupcake, Dawn Health. Uh, Hilado Negro, Inter Arma, Iron Reagan, well, Jenna Friedman, Joe Para, Ladies of LCD Sound System, Negative Gemini, No Joy, Sarah Squirm, I never knew she did, Speedy Ortiz, The Last Stream on the Left, Three Busy Debras, Wham City, plus Adult Swim Experiences, including an exclusive Rick and Morty Season 4 Screening Robot Chicken Intergalactic Power Summit, Squidbillies 10-Man Bunkhouse Stampede, a discussion with Gendy Taroski, talent appearances, meet and greets, panels, limited edition merch, games, and attractions, and the Meatwad Dome. Tickets on sale, $49 and up. All information can be found on adultswimfestival.com. Deep breath. That's right. You heard it all. Uh, it's a, um, let's see. Uh, by the way, previously announced Lil Nas X and Young Thug will no longer be performing due to personal reasons. Yeah, I wonder why. The one-of-a-kind 360-degree fan event will include top bands, musical artists, comedians, interactive games, and experiences that only Adult Swim can bring to life. Now, I, I ask you, Jay, and I ask everybody listening, how'd you like something like that here in Jackson? I mean, over at what? Keeley Park, formerly known as the fairgrounds. I mean, they're all looking for something to give Jackson a little pub. Why not? Why not, huh? I say, I say to thee, why not? Uh, I mean, you, I mean, hey, it would work. Of course, they have to hold it in the summer, which wouldn't be that bad. Okay, let's uh, keep going on the uh, line of uh, Ishpemingening. Ishpemingening? Yeah, Ishpemingening. Uh, 
Okay. Uh, speaking of One Punch Man, uh, let's uh, get to a little write-up here, also from ToonamiFaithful.com. Thank you. Bell was a little late, but understandable. Uh, believe me, there is a King's Ransom in One Punch Man. Uh, many fans have been pumped for the return of One Punch Man on Tsunami. With the success of the first season, it was inevitable that the newest installment would join the block. Oddly enough, uh, we enjoy the world that one has created more than anything else in this series, seeing how other heroes live in a dog-eat-dog world and what motivates them to be heroes is fascinating. And because of the humor and wildly entertaining battles, I the social economic aspects are often lost on fans. The culture that one has created might be the biggest strength of One Punch Man. Look no further than that of King, who is labeled as the strongest hero within the Hero Association. We quickly find out that he seems to be in the wrong place at the wrong time, then gets credit that should go to Satama. Satama. Thank you. Instead of setting the record straight, as soon as the accolades are placed on him, King stays silent and he continues to live his life as an otaku. He lives his life as a magazine? His social status climbs and he becomes a well-known and beloved figure. However, when King is faced with a real challenge, he becomes scared and runs away. Bystanders thinking that running is a part of his ultimate plan to get the job done. It isn't until King reunites with Saitama that he comes clean about how he's not a true hero. That's right, he's not a true hero. Expecting to be berated, Satima, Satama excuse me, doesn't seem to mind and hits on something that uh, we feel believe becomes central to the entire series, asking King if he will continue to lie and therefore give everyone hope that there is a true hero, hero out there. Uh, Satama seems to realize that if King comes out as a fake, it will destroy the structure the Hero Association has built, which in turn could ruin everything. And it's not just King that needs a push. To think about it uh, from uh, Saitama, to think about what it means to be a hero, it seems that every hero needs a reality check. While the stipulations of the Hero Association have placed encourage individuals to perform heroic deeds when called upon, it has had a rippling effect in which the status of being hero has become more important than actually acting heroically. Class C heroes run around trying to get any glory to stay within the association, and heroes who have risen in rank to form cliques and ideals to try to keep others out. Hellish Blizzard, for example, is trying to rise up the ranks to feel better about herself. Since her sister is an S-class hero, she wants Saitama to join her gang simply because she's worried about him taking her ranking number one in B-class, which could foil her plan to create a group stronger than her sister. And Saitama's rather blunt about how ridiculous that seems, especially since he wants to do his hero business for fun. And the thing goes on and on. If you want to read it, read it at uh, tonightmefaithful.com. But I just cannot wait for uh, some of the action to take place. And, of course, as Jay said, we got a tsunami big event taking place tonight and I can't wait to see it yes to see it yay yay who so uh, let's uh, get over to a little bit of 
our wrestling report since we do since this is called the Wrestle Anime Hut. Let's get you some wrestling news. And uh wow. Uh let's see. Ah, thank you very much. Uh we are right now uh getting very close to AEW full gear live. Uh if you want to see that, please enjoy. By the way, for those of you that don't want to know what's going to happen, well, let's see. Or did it already happen? Wow, I don't know. Ah, uh, let's see. Um, Keep going down here. Uh, there's a lot of segment announced for this Monday's Raw. Yay. Uh, by the way, for those of you that uh, did notice, uh, both Raw and SmackDown were on uh, time delay. So they weren't live. Um, we uh, do have some news for you uh, folks, and that is simply thus, uh, that there has been a taping cancellation. That's right, you heard me. There's been a taping cancellation. And we have we have the report right here, courtesy of our friends at Wrestling Inc. Uh, earlier today, it was reported that the December 17th taping of Raw at the Tyson Events Center in Sioux City, Iowa, was canceled due to a scheduling conflict. That show was scheduled to air on December 23rd, as WWE talent was reportedly going to get some time off during the holidays from December 22nd until December 26th. Aww. Aww. We did tweet. Uh, here is, uh, in an update, the Wells Fargo Arena now still hosts not one but two episodes of Raw on Monday, December 16th, with the second episode airing the following week on the 23rd. Uh, here is the f- announcement in full. WWE fans, Wells Fargo Arena will now host two episodes of WWE Monday Night Raw on Monday, December 16th. Moving the event startup time to 5.45 p.m. with doors opening at 4.15. That's two, two, two shows for one. Uh, For additional charge, fans going to the event can end up sitting through six hours of TV tapings with one of those three hours live on the USA Network. Thank you. Uh, Also, there we go. Thank you very much. Put yourself right there. Also in the uh, works, as we go back to WrestlingInc.com for all our wrestling news. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, They have a nice picture of the AEW uh, full gear set. And uh, you can check that out. Uh, Eric Bischoff uh, asks, tells why it didn't work out with the WWE. And um, here's a bit of the convo that we can bring you. Uh, Lord, please, guys, I love to read the teleprompter. Thank you. Two more. Two more blops. Come on. There. Eric Bischoff took part in a media scrum at StarCast 4 in Baltimore this weekend, spoke about WWE firing him, not fitting into the corporate environment, and more. 
Our friends at Wrestling Incorporated asked Bischoff about reports of him working with Fox executives during his time at the SmackDown as the SmackDown executive director. Bischoff noted that while he did speak with Fox executives, WWE did not specifically bring him in to manage the process of SmackDown heading over to Fox. Bischoff began by saying, I don't know who said that. There are a lot of things written, so much of what you read in the dirt sheets at the time when I came to WWE. And subsequently, after getting to WWE, it's just like nuclear horse. Thank you. I like that. So far, off base. Uh, Nobody articulated that I was brought in to help manage the process with Fox. If that was true, somebody forgot to tell me. Back in June, as you know, Bischoff was announced as the new SmackDown executive director, where he would report directly to Chairman Vincent McMahon. The position didn't last long for Bischoff, as he was replaced by Bruce Prichard in mid-October. Bischoff was asked about his time there, and he had nothing but good things to say about the WWE. When asked what the sticky point was between the two sides, Bischoff just said just the way he worked wasn't the same way WWE wanted to do things. One of the things I learned is... You not I learned is you not to be really, really passionate about making a commitment that big, and it was a big job. To be honest about it, I think that my personality and the way I approach things creatively and the way I approach business didn't fit their formula, and I think that's going to be one thing that I'll be a little more careful about moving forward to make sure the opportunity and the personalities kind of match a little bit better than they did. That was no fault of theirs. They were very honest and very open about the opportunity when I took it. I thought it was going to be a great opportunity, and it just wasn't. For the first time ever, you know what? I agree with them. you got to have that that moxie, that oomph, that little togetherness. Because if you don't have it, then you're going to fall apart. Okay, let's uh, go down to the uh, honest to the truth, fell. Uh, let's see. Um, what is that, Lana? Well, do we really care about Lana at this time? Uh, let's see. Okay, well, we might as well do it anyway since we're here and we broached the subjective. Okay, come on down, boys. Come on down. Uh, WWE announced Lana will have a shocking confession on this Monday's Raw in regards to what has happened in her story with Rusev and Bobby Lashley. Uh, Uh, Let's see. Raw will also feature the unveiling of the rest of Team Raw for Survivor Series. Uh, Seth Rollins has already been named team captain. And you know us. You know us on this show. We love to do spoilers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we love to do spoilers. So guess what? We're going to do some spoiling. Oh, dear. We're bad, aren't we? Yes, we are bad. Yes, we are bad. And we are going to spoil the Raw, which uh, was taped yesterday. That's right. Taped yesterday. Quack, quack to the boss. <laughs> anyway, let's uh, let's get to that lovely thing we like to call 
the tapings from England. Britannia. That's right. Here are your spoilers for Monday Night Raw from England, which was taped yesterday in front of a live studio audience. 11-11. So here we go, kids. You're going to love these. I haven't seen them. You haven't seen them. Our crew hasn't seen them. Uh, Vic Joseph, and you want to bring that up a bit more, please. In nine minutes, we're going to spoil. We love spoilers. Uh, Vic Joseph and Jerry Lawler come out to call the show. No sign of Dio Madden, likely to sell last week's attack by Barack Lesnar. Uh, WWE Women's Tag Champions Asuka and Kari Sain retain their titles over Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair to open Raw. Yawn. Uh, Drew McIntyre defeated uh, Sin Cara. Drew dominated the match. R-Truth versus the Siege Brothers in a handicap match for that little joke of a title, which deserves no mention. It ended in no contest as the Sings ran away backstage and Truth chased him. Seth Rollins comes out to a very mixed reaction. Uh, he talks some smack about Triple H and the WWE NXT crew. Rollins issues a ta- challenge to the best that the UK has to offer. Imperium! No, not the margarine. That's Imperial. Imperium appears on stage to a massive pop. It's WWE UK champion Walter Fabian Eichner, Marcel Barthel, and Alexander Wolf. Walter accepts the challenge, and the crowd goes ape poop. That was your cue to hit the... Thank you. Seth Rollins defeated WWE UK champion Walter in a non-title match by DQ due to interference by Imperium. The Street Profits and Kevin Owens made the save to set up a big eight-man match. Owens got a massive prop here. There you go. He's a good guy now. Uh, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, and Street Profits defeated Imperium in eight-man tag team action. Montez Ford hit a huge dive at one point, taking down Walter and Eichner on the ground and tearing up part of the announce table. Another big pop for Owens after this match. Uh, Backstage segment with the OC confronting Ricochet and Humberto Carlillo. They tell him to find a partner for a six-man later tonight. Randy Orton steps in and joins them. Andre defeated Cedric Alexander. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the surprise announcement by Lana. Uh, She says she's now nine weeks pregnant because Rusev got her pregnant. Rusev got her pregnant. Thank you. The crowd dumps on this segment quickly. Oh, by the way, she didn't first have sex with sex with Bobby Lashley until seven weeks ago. Uh, the crowd just went down on this segment, dumped it, and the boring chants drowned her out at times. Rusev comes out and it's sex addict. Bobby Lashley also comes out and he was also upset. Fans were upset and maybe and what may be the worst segment in raw history. <laughs> Lana is pregnant. Everybody still wants to be with her. Lashley attacked Rusev, left him laying, then carried Lana to the back and broke his back. Eric Rowan squashed a local enhancement talent. Viking Raiders defeated a couple of jobbers. Uh, Humberto Carrillo, Ricochet, Randy Orton defeated the OC in uh, six-man action. And that was the end of Raw.
Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And there you go, your spoilers for the raw taping uh, from England, seen Monday on the USA Network. Enjoy seeing them with the one you love. Or Lana, if you prefer. And if you prefer Lana, seek help immediately. Okay, uh, yes, Brian? None. Okay. By the way, uh, for those of you who did not see uh, Inside the NBA, Chris Jericho was in it. He talked about the importance of having a personality on uh, on Inside the uh, NBA. We'll bring that to you on Friday because we did make one promise. And before I forget, we must uh, deliver on that promise and let us deliver on that promise. Just catch it right there. Let's exit these fun pages. And we got some time and some permutations. I was supposed to do this at the top, but everything we're doing is going okay. We're going to do it right now as soon as this thing stops acting the F up. Okay. Uh, Let's get over to here. Yay, we're finally going to do it. And I know we got about three minutes. Three minutes, wow. Come on, Seabiscuit. Thank you very much, Seabiscuit. Samuel, yeah! Let's do it quickly. Let's do it quickly. Come on, we got three minutes. Yes, it's going very well, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's not that, folks. It is. It is sadly that. Ah, here we go. History. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. A thousand blessings. Come on, come on. La, 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 la. Come on, come on. Ah, here we go, and here it is. Listen up, this this is a public service announcement from our friend Matt. And it'll take up the rest of the show, so here we go. Hello, everypony. Matt Evan and Annie here with another casting call. It's been a while since I've done recorded for both fix all done and I have the voice lines for the current VAs I currently have for the thick reading. However, I need a few more for the remaining voice world. Six I need voice actors for are called Secret Life of a Wall and All It Takes is a Change. The roles I need for All It Takes is a Change are rarity. And I need a crowd of voices, since there's a crowd that has a couple of lines. The roles I need for The Secret Life of a Wall are The Green Mare and Guardsman. 
are interested in auditioning, you'll find the lines for each role in their perspective. That's right. Uh, just go to uh, Matt, M-A-T-E-D, E-D-D-D, letter N, E-D-D-Y, on YouTube, and you'll see the links to the casting calls for both Secret Life of a Wall and All It Takes is Change. Uh, do so today because the deadline is November 30th. It's fun. It's exciting. And... Uh, we hope you all will uh, uh, bring your talent, bring your voice, and let our friend there do his thing. Jay, and you got anything? Okay, we gotta go. We gotta split, and we will repeat this on Friday, so you'll get it all right here on the L2C Media Network. This has been a presentation of Brain Scan Entertainment in association with Mystifying Creativity Productions. For Blog Talk Radio and the L2C Media Network, for Jay, I'm Steve. Bye. <laughs>